0: Do 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 da 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 da. Do As some of you may already know, and others will quickly learn, I wear many hats. In addition to performing, I'm a director, choreographer, and vocal coach, the founder and artistic director of a community theater company, and one of my favorite things to be, a mentor. Over the last three and a half years, I've had the absolute joy of coaching and mentoring some exceptional students. And somehow, eight of them are entering into their senior year. Eight! Man, am I going to shed some serious tears come graduation season. This year is going to be one for the books as they enter into a year unlike any we've seen so far. For starters, they're beginning their school years virtually, which makes the phrase homeroom take on an entirely new meaning. With the uncertainties of COVID, one-act plays have been delayed until second semester, events have been prematurely canceled, and for my seniors who attend performing arts schools, everything from drama to dance is taking on a hands-off approach. On top of that, these girls are still battling the great pressures of applying for colleges, taking the necessary standardized tests, and auditioning for programs in the arts, which means getting really familiar with a good self-tape. It's a lot for them to navigate, but honestly, I'm not worried. Not only have I seen these students grow, learn, and excel over the last few years and give me every possible reason to be proud of them while doing so, I have seen them adapt to the constant changes being thrown at them, and rise to the occasion. Their generation is thriving. I am constantly floored by the ownership Gen Z takes over issues that they are passionate about. They champion social justice, they constantly educate each other and the generations before them on how to be better people. They fight for what they know is right. They don't wait for the world to be handed to them, they go out and take it. And they're going to change it. Today, we're talking with some of these seniors. Alexis McCone, Brooke Meyer, and Emma Edwards, three best friends with varying future plans, whose experiences in the arts have shaped them and played a major role in their lives. Join me as we explore college plans, career goals, and what all that means in the new landscape of 2020. Tell me your top three dream roles. Oh.
1: got it. Okay. Uh, I have Mary Poppins. She's my, she's an absolute dream. And then I have Cinderella and Into the Woods. And then I would love to be Gretchen, Wieners and mean girls. We just, we just relate a lot. it but the mean part. I'm not a mean person. <laughs>
2: Okay, well, I actually haven't thought about musical theater dream roles in a very long time, because it's something I'm moving away from, but Jenna from Waitress has been my dream role for years. I have, like, dreams of being in, like, Marvel movies or horror movies or something, but, um, I don't know, I haven't... Not Outer Banks? Oh, um, <laughs> sorry, Brooke. Uh-huh.
3: Marvel is definitely up there. Yeah.
0: to talk to you guys a little bit about what kind of pressures you are experiencing right now as seniors in high school as you prepare for your auditions and applications for college.
1: Right now my biggest pressure is like finding monologues and picking audition songs that I feel completely represent me because I want to be able to show colleges like a part of my personality that they wouldn't be able to see just through maybe an application, you know? So another stressful part is trying to figure out what colleges I want to apply to and what colleges I feel like will be the best fit for me. And right now, since we can't tour colleges, I really can't feel the vibe of campuses and see which environment I like best, which is really hard in picking.
0: I'm sure, especially right now with this The circumstances being how they are, you guys have an element that I think you're used to that is being taken away from you, and and that is the ability to travel and go meet with the schools and kind of get an in-person feel. Um, Do you think it puts more pressure on you as you're applying, I mean, across the board for programs within schools or schools themselves?
1: I do think that it puts more pressure on us because since we can't, like, see the campus and we can't see and go and look at classes and what they're like we really won't know what it's like to be a student there we won't know what we're going into until we're in it and until we decide yeah that's very scary and it adds a lot of added tension to your decision process
2: for me finding rev actually hasn't been that difficult i still have to get it like approved but so far for me it's like writing essays and trying to like show who I am through that is so difficult for me and it's a lot easier to do that I bet mean, it is for everyone but it's a lot easier to do that um through like songs and monologues and when I'm like actually talking to them face to face that's a lot easier to show who I truly am I think that's the same with everyone but like writing essays has been like the most difficult part of my
0: Sure, definitely. Especially for you guys going into theater, musical theater, and performance, it's really interesting with a lot of the venues that have become available to you over the last few years, not being something that you have now. Um, And recently, they took the Unifieds and made them either virtual or completely canceled. So that's something that you've come to expect over the last few years as you're preparing for college, and now you don't have that. Um, So I would imagine that you have a pressure in just attempting to figure out how to supplement the face-to-face and kind of stand out. And I think even with you, Brooke, who even though you're not auditioning for musical theater, you are also having to write the essays, you're having to apply for schools, and you need a way to kind of make yourself stand out as well. How are you feeling about your ability to do that?
3: Process. You have to write down all of your activities, but then when you go to the personal essay, it's hard to, like, show how, like, round out of person you are and get your own, like, personalized voice um, out there to your applicant reader. Sure. Who you, what you stand for.
0: Yeah. Well, when you're doing that, I mean, for all three of you, what are the things that you want your potential colleges to know about you? What sets you as, apart from other applicants, from other people in your field, outside of your fields?
2: Well that's actually what I'm struggling with a lot, because sometimes when I'm writing essays I'm like, should I write about musical theater? Because I know I'm applying for it, so like I don't think they want to hear about it and I don't want them to think that's like all I that's like the only personality trait is musical theater. For me, I've, like, participated in a lot of things in, like,
3: athletics, academics, and performance, so for me, it's trying to stick to one topic and go in-depth about it and, like, develop my personality through that one topic instead of splurging in all these different directions and, like, just having brief little moments about them.
1: I want colleges to know, like, that I, um, I'm very perseverant and, like, I, like I think through like the amount of like community service things I do and like clubs and stuff that like I'm able to work through like stressful times and I can overcome stressful times if that makes sense. Like,
0: yeah, perseverance is a is a really good quality to have for sure. And being able to show that I think is something that, um, luckily, that's something you can kind of illustrate through your essay processing your applications. Um, But it's it's also a really personal journey for you and trying to explain how you've been perseverant throughout your life or how different experiences throughout your life have defined certain qualities about you is really, really difficult when you don't have that face-to-face interaction. It's the same as when you go for a job interview. You don't just interview at a job to see if you're a good fit for them. You're seeing if they're a good fit for you. And for your schools, as you're picking your schools and as you're driving them, you know, down the direction that you want to and you're... You're making your lists and you're deciding who you're applying to. It's not just a matter of what schools you can get into or what schools that you would be right for, but the school that's going to most benefit you and is going to help your career going forward and those goals that you have sort of after. And I always think it's really funny as 17 and 18 year olds that you're supposed to decide what you're doing for the next several years of your life because you're still very young and those are things that are going to change. It's a matter of balancing all those things that make you you, but also deciding what is going to be right for you in your course of study and what you want to do beyond that. For the three of you, it's really, really different. You have different journeys with what you're doing. You have different areas of concentration. Do you guys want to talk about that a little bit? Like what you plan to study, what you plan to do, what your long-term goals are with school? Yeah,
2: so I'm applying to like 20 plus colleges. And I'm applying mainly for musical theater. I am I think I'm applying for like maybe two acting, maybe a couple more, and a couple film and TV programs. So I'm applying to a lot um, and a lot of different programs and a lot of different schools. But I, I'm just seeing like what I get into, what best fits me. And I've been looking for colleges that have good film and TV programs because that's kind of what I want to focus on um, in college and after college.
0: Do you feel like casting a wider net is going to allow you to have more options as far as what you want to do? Or do you feel like you're looking specifically for the schools that are going to help you streamline your particular set of studies?
2: Well, okay, so in the past couple of months, my mind cha- My mindset has completely changed, like, totally after taking a Chroma TV class. So, like, it's changed so fast that, like, it's possible that it could change again during this process because I still have months left of of it. So I'm just keeping my mind open just in case like I want to go only for musical theater or if I want to go only for film and TV because like my mind is changing like every
0: week. And coming from a performing arts school, I think you get a little bit more of a nuance than you would in a non-performing arts school because you're able to look at the different areas of performance. You're not limited to just theater in your school. You do have that theater versus Mm -hmm. musical theater versus dance versus singing versus acting for TV and film that kind of allow you to develop the different parts of your um, repertoire. And and, on one hand, it's exciting because you have more that you know that you can do. But on the other hand, it really does kind of open up possibilities which can be I think overwhelming do you feel that you're overwhelmed
2: yes most of the time I am overwhelmed but also going to a school that prepares you so well for this for these kind of stuff like it's it has helped me so much because I went to the CCM intensive last summer and every a lot of people there did not know some of the stuff that was taught or some of the things that they needed for college. And as a rising junior, I already knew everything because of the school I go to. And so it has helped me like in amazing ways. And I've been prepared for years for college. It's just like now that it's finally here, it's just very overwhelming.
0: Do you feel like your school has prepared you both for college and also giving you an idea of the, performance world outside of college which you know is very competitive do you think that that's been a focus in your education as well have you talked about what the environment is and do they prepare you for life past college
2: yeah they definitely do um it's a it's they're very mature they're very mature there so like they prepare us for past college and and in college and um i don't know. We do so much of that school that like they there's always time for them to tell us like what life is like because a lot of them have experience most of them have experience in performing in college and outside of college so they all know what to prepare for and so they let us know they're not they don't they don't sugarcoat it but they also like you know it's in the best way possible because like we have to be prepared for what we're going into
0: absolutely yeah that's that's doing you a huge service is telling you what to expect especially beyond college and you'll find this out you'll you'll all find this out but especially in that field you go into this this realm where all these people are studying what you're studying and you get to establish yourself and kind of find the types that you play well and find the opportunities that different professors would cast you in or you get to hone in on those skills and then when you get out into the real world it's that whole big fish little pond versus the other way around kind of thing where you're really kind of finding how it works for you in the field and you're much more prepared if someone has been telling you even before college, just so you know, in college, it's a small sample of life outside of that. And when you get into the actual field as performers, especially in theater, there are so many people. So the fact that you will not only have those four years in college, but you've had the years before that is really going to benefit you going forward as you're getting prepared for a career in the arts. For me,
1: I'm, I'm kind of, similar to Emma but not exactly. I'm going more the musical theater way. I also do like to sing a lot so I might go to vocal performance and musical theater if I have an opportunity to. So those are two of my big options and I also like to write songs. There's like so many different ways I could go if I did vocal performance and musical theater and
0: yeah. As you're looking at schools are you looking for not only musical theater programs, but also songwriting programs. Songwriting has kind of come up in the last few years as being a major in a lot of programs, which it wasn't necessarily before. Have you been looking at those programs in your schools?
1: I have been looking at schools that offer songwriting classes and like seminars and things. And it's, it's really interesting because if you look at the older schools, most of them don't have them. But then you look at, like, the newer programs, like, the newer musical theater programs and the newer vocal programs, and they have them. And I always find that's very interesting because the other ones are so very, like, established. and But they have had a set way, and they're not changing from that. So it's really interesting to see what schools offer songwriting classes or songwriting majors. And I don't know if I would do a songwriting major more than just, like, a few classes and discover what I would like to do with myself.
0: A possible songwriting minor possible okay what are you looking for in your schools um as you're kind of whittling them down and you're deciding which schools you want to apply to from a broader perspective whereas emma knows that she wants to go into theater film or tv it's all with the drama focus with also musical theater yours is a little bit more different in that you have songwriting you have vocal performance you have theater um and I'm sure the programs you're looking at have strength in some over others.
1: Yes. So some of the programs I'm looking at, I like to favor music, like as far as vocal goes, vocal over acting usually, um, because that's what I feel like I excel in the most. And I would like a program that has dance involved, because there are some musical theater programs that don't like to teach a lot of dance, and they focus on the acting and the singing, and for me, a big part of musical theater is the dancing part, and in New York, if you're not a dancer, I feel like there's less job opportunities for you that are presented to you, so I'm definitely focusing on the music, like the vocal and the dance, and yes.
0: For both of you, are you looking at programs that are going to more emphasize the roles that you feel are stronger in like your triple threat order, or are you looking to supplement the parts that you feel less strong in to bring it up and make you kind of more equally balanced?
2: Um, I have been looking, so I have had a list of colleges that I've been looking at for years um, because of that. And I haven't really looked into what they, what they practice most most until like just recently when I was applying to them um but I think I look for the colleges that favor acting the most because I feel like I have more of a chance of getting into them and also like I love to sing but it's not it's not my favorite thing to do so yeah I I think I look for colleges that that favor acting
1: I also favor colleges that I feel show my strengths in their programs um, because I feel like I'll excel in those strengths that I have even more.
0: So do either of you feel like you would want to supplement that training with private studies?
2: I feel like it could go either way, but I remember texting you and you were like, you should you should make sure like you still get some musical theater in your college experience because when you do film on TV, there will be some opportunities to, like, maybe, like, um, what are they called, like, movies, you know, movie musicals or whatever, so it's good to, like, have that practice and experience even in college, so I feel like it could go either way, but I will probably try to stay where I am with singing, so, like, I'll still probably take voice lessons and stuff like that so that I can keep my voice up to date, but But not, like, devote all my time to
0: it. Yeah, that makes sense. And you're totally right. And right now, especially, you guys are coming into your adulthood in a time where a lot of artistic genres are crossed. You're getting the rise and kind of resurgence of the TV and film musical, which was such a huge thing when – large films first started out blockbusters used to be almost always exclusively musicals things like singing in the rain um they were really big productions and now that's kind of starting to happen again and it's really good to sort of invest across the board when you can in order to make sure that you are prepared for for those kind of things
1: i definitely would keep the whole acting and i would definitely like to take acting lessons outside of it and go do dance classes because i feel like that just, like I said earlier, it broadens the amount of things that I will be able to do later. If I focus purely on my voice, I could become, like, you know, a singer or whatever, but if I want to go and be on Broadway or something or just, like, do regional theater, I'm going to need the other things as well.
0: I agree. So, Brooke, shifting to you, who are not pursuing a degree in the arts, but that has been such a big part of you're kind of coming up. Um, I've known all three of you guys around three years or so, and that's been a big part of your lives since I've known you. So a little bit longer for some of you. But do you think that you want to pursue performance outside of your schooling? Because you're going to school for engineering.
3: Yeah, so I want to pursue an engineering, but I don't plan on giving up performing arts. I don't plan on like fully pursuing a career in it. But I think it's like an amazing creative outlet, and it's very fun for me. And one of my like main decisions from veering off from performing arts into engineering is that I don't know. I wanted to be some like an outlet that was purely fun that I didn't have to stress over, and I felt like it was the best decision for me. Like not for everyone, but for me, I felt like it was the best decision. Just like use it as a creative outlet and use it for my enjoyment and what I like to do, and then have um my profession as engineering which i've always shown an interest in
0: do you want to continue to perform outside of school
3: um i plan to um like okay so when i look at colleges alone, i look at the things i might be interested in and um if like an opportunity arises like i'm not going to say no to pursuing like my performing arts like background but it's not my main focus going into college.
0: That makes sense. Um, funnily enough, a friend of ours who attends Georgia Tech, who is an engineering major, is also involved in the theater. So she has kind of found a balance between doing uh, – there's this is called drama tech – and um, being a part of that as far as performing goes and also sort of the back end. And She's found a way to sort of rope in engineering – uh, with her performance goals. And I love that for her because she gets to balance back and forth between the two of them. Is that something that you would potentially want to do?
3: Right. So that year that um, our friend got into Georgia Tech and decided she was going to continue per- performing arts on the side, um, I was in like mid-decision if I wanted to run in college, solely focus on engineering or solely focus on performing arts. When I saw that she like enjoyed both at the same time, I realized I could do the same thing. And... Um, I wanted to get my education in engineering first, and then maybe later in life I can rewind back to performing arts.
0: One of the things that the three of you have in common is that you are so well-rounded as people. You have a lot of nuance to your personalities. And even though you're all very different, you share a lot of those. And continuing to invest in the different parts of yourself that make you you, which going back to what we were talking about is a selling point to the colleges, but it's also something that helps you pick what school is going to be best for you is also something that you want to continue to invest in because you get to be well-rounded people and you get to sort of experience the world in your own way. Um, and on that note, what is the end goal for you? What When you look at yourself five years from now and you're finishing up college, where do you want to be?
3: So when I think about my future life um, post-college, I think about like being like securely in an engineering job. That's that's the goal, and I plan on traveling in the world because that's always been on my bucket list. And then um, I'm not. I'm still not gonna. I'm not gonna try to stop like pursuing performing arts goals. Um, I might go to auditions. I might just be a ba- extra. Anything that just keeps
2: keeps me performing, keeps doing what I like to do. I have really not thought about it that much, but. Um, I think that when I go to college, it's definitely gonna change. But right now, the dream is to go into film and television acting. Um, And I mean, there's some people that go to college and they're like, i want to be on Broadway and all this stuff. But then they end up becoming directors or choreographers or casting directors or something. And I think that that is like, what might happen to me? Like, I never know. I'm just keeping my mind open. I definitely know I want to go into performing arts after college, like, continue it, but, um, I don't I even, like, put down exactly what I want to do, but I'm, I'm still, like, keeping an open mind.
1: And for me, I would probably be actively going out and trying to get into shows and maybe putting my music out there. It really depends on the, I feel like it will depend on the college program and how I'm feeling after it, because I know I'm going to be actively pursuing trying to get myself out there by the end of college so probably going to auditions regional theater maybe go up to new york do some auditions up there and just try to find my place in the big world that is musical theater
0: I actually really like that all three of you have flexible goals. You're not very set. You don't have to be in a specific place by the time you're done. I think that allows you to experience the full spectrum of what your programs are going to give you and also to be open to where you might end up. Um, I am sure that you have a general idea of where you want to be, but you never know what's going to cross your path. You never know what kind of interests or specialties will pop up and draw you to them. And I think all three of you are open to that and it makes me feel like you're going to be successful because of it. I think you guys have a lot ahead of you. I think you have a lot of exciting opportunities coming your way. I think as you're going toward college, it's going to become easier. Right now you're in the hardest part of it and applying and doing your applications and doing your auditions and whittling it down and deciding how you want to be perceived by not only colleges, but potentially peers is the hardest part of getting ready for college. And as soon as that part is in your pocket, you're going to have such an easier time getting ready for school and once you know where you're going it's going to be a breeze um even though you have a really unconventional senior year coming up with being sort of at home and for those of you who don't know these guys are doing virtual school from home for their first semester at least because of the covid crisis which has changed a lot of the way that they're experiencing school and they will be starting in the next two weeks they'll be back in school back on the 17th. So it's going to be an adventure for sure. But you have a lot of great things coming your way, COVID or no COVID. And you have a lot of great people in your pocket and behind you. And you are a wonderful support system to yourselves. I am always, always proud of you. And I'm really, really excited to see where you go. I'm not recording you anymore, you're totally fine.